dear listeners of our podcast, Flashlights in the Dark. Welcome back to a brand new episode. Let's start with a short visualization. Please, close your eyes. Imagine that you're walking on a huge field of short grass. The only thing around you that you can see this enormous field of very short mowed lawn. Then you see a solid straight line appearing through the field. The line goes all the way to the horizon on the left side and on the other side the line goes as well all the way to the right, as far as you can see. You realize that you are standing exactly in the middle of this long line. On the left side of the line are all the experiences you have had so far in your life. Your childhood with the toys, the friends or the animals that were in your life back then. You see your parents so much younger than today and maybe even some grandparents or great-grandparents. You look at yourself, at yourself in your teenage life with all the struggles and successes of trying to become an adult. Your first job your first crush, your first steps in taking care of yourself, your first broken heart, and maybe you can fill in some more of these significant moments that are coming back when you look at that line to the left. All you have done passes by, maybe some very clear and others in flashes or totally unconscious. And suddenly you are watching yourself in the last 10 to 5 years. And what you see there seems a bit boring. You notice less and less sparkles or euphoric moments. A relationship that becomes a little dull. Colleagues that don't inspire you so much anymore. And the projects you have tried to put your energy in. A little meaningless. The disinterest is slowly dripping down a bit. But you also remember some moments you felt so alive. When you were flirting with that way too young man or woman last week. When you thought about leaving everything behind and starting a bed and breakfast on Ibiza. When you put on your most seductive look and asked your partner what do you think? Should we go for another child? Welcome. Welcome in your own personal midlife crisis. Welcome to episode 25 of Flashlights in the Dark. Our topic today is, you can guess it, a midlife crisis. I'm here with my Reese colleagues Lorena Polito, Bart de Koning and Juliette Reinfrank. I'll talk a little bit more about this topic and then I hear from them what they want to say about a midlife crisis. Well, of course, what I told a little bit at the end of the visualization is what we talk about uh, in general about the classical midlife crisis. Of course, there are all other occasions that can occur in your life that you feel more like is this it or is do I have doubts? Am I doubting? Like, am I going into the right direction? And I think 
I, well, in I've learned or I experienced to love the word crisis, but I really have found out doing this work as a therapist and a facilitator that we need crises to move on. We need crises to 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 give ourselves the push to try something new. And what I also think that if we want to feel alive, because I think that's what I experience most of people who come to me who are doubting that they are in a midlife crisis is that they, of course, they have a lot of doubts, but that they also um, are uh, feeling less alive, that they they feel like like the, the this is it or is there anything else? And at the same time, also some, you know, like uh, anxious anxiety about like, is there anything that I'm missing that I'm doing maybe wrong? That if I uh, if I realize that maybe I'm now halfway of my life, but if I continue doing this or I'm not adding something new, or if I don't look, if there are other things that might be important, maybe I look back at my life like, oh shit, I haven't took everything out of it. Um, and I think the combination of, of the doubts and if you then uh, have a crisis, like something is happening in your relationship or you get fired or you have a burnout, that can be like a combination that you can use to, to look at, okay, 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 maybe this is a good moment to, to realize where am I standing? to look back what I said in the visualization at the line, like what's all the things that I have in my, what did, what did I learn? What's in my capacity? But what am I going to do with it in in, in the other half or in, in, in the part that's still um, uh, in front of me? Um, I think also that um, I, I like it uh, when uh, I think when we come in crises that uh, come from the doubting or uh, I, 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 I don't feel well, uh, I really think that um, it's our, our essence that's knocking at the door and saying like, there's, don't, don't leave me behind. I, I need to come out and I need to come out in this life. And well, the way we look at things from the reconstructive school in Reels is that we use uh, the child and the adult. And I think when we go unconscious, continue, continue and repeating, we might live our life too much as our child and not as our adult or not from our essence. And I think the our, our essence, our adult wants to come out, but if we don't know it, our child is, is so strong that um, we, it takes over. And, it, and I, I can only, well, uh, the ones on YouTube can see it. I try to explain later, but I think if this is the essence, the child is covering, the child is, 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 is laying up on 
on our adult with all the protective behavior and all the ways of of repeating uh, uh, the old. Um, so it you could say like this this essence inside of us is is our treasure, and I think um, it's important to have uh, if we have a midlife crisis or a quarter life crisis. But at least if we have a crisis that we think that more of our essence has to come out, if we can see it like that's the treasure uh, that I need and I want to put outside of the world. um, Because I think what you see in real life that the child sees as a treasure, that's what what we see like the new relationship or... Uh, another child or a very beautiful fast car or a lot of traveling all over the world but then we look for the treasures outside instead of inside and I think that's the the challenge that we uh, that we have uh, during a midlife crisis um, I'm really curious about what my uh, colleagues uh, have to say about uh, this topic And uh, we start with the youngest one of us, Lorena Polito. Lorena, please tell me. Hey everyone, Uh, good to see you all and I'm glad to be here. Uh, So about this topic, Meet Crisis Life. um, So when we have this kind of thoughts and we think, okay, I haven't done anything in my life. I I feel like um, I'm wasting time. I think what we have to do to be practical is to do. So let, let's grab a, pay, a piece of paper, a pen, and write down what we have done. Because I'm sure we have done some stuff, but we don't realize, we don't think about it. We, we haven't said, oh, I moved to another country, I did this. So we have achieved a lot of stuff, but because of our, you know, life or our way of thinking, we don't realize how important is what we have achieved right now. So I think it's really important to write down what we have done uh, and then write and then in another piece of paper so we can think on and write down what we want because I'm sure we all have we all have dreams. We all want to do, let's say like to play an instrument or write a book or get divorced or live in another country. We have so many things that we want to do and we still have time So because we're still alive. So what we can do, write down those uh, goals that we have and then the actions. So what I need to do to live in another country, what I need to do to start playing an instrument and, and get it done. Because we, in our mind, we always dreaming because our child in us, uh, we have to get that adult and say, okay, we, we got to do something. I know we are, we're feeling that we are stuck. We, we haven't done anything, but yes, we have done and let's continue to do it. Um, I was uh, searching online and I found that some studies says that culture influence a lot in this mid uh, crisis. And it says that there are some cultures that are more sensitive than others. Those are Japanese and Indian culture. So I think it is really interesting to understand also how it's uh, that 
uh, issue perceive in or perceive in our in our own culture and how we see it. And yeah, we have so much to do. We just have to start now. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I think cultural uh, influences a lot about what do you think, and I think also like what is normal, like to work and have family and how to focus and how long do you focus on children and how long do you focus on your work and when is the time to focus on yourself i think culture is uh, important but thank you thank you very much um let's go to bart uh yes good um good to be here with uh, with all of you and with the listeners um well, I'm the oldest here, and I, uh, I, I I'm in age the most advanced, and that has the advantage that I can look back at my first midlife crisis, and it's nearly 20 years ago. So wow, you know what a gift <laughs> to be able to look back at the midlife crisis, like, and to go back 20 years, and for me it was like, well, it was so painful. It was so, so painful. It was like, but at the same time, it was as if I felt pain for the first time in my life. It was about feeling betrayed, but also betraying, like in a very fast speed. And suddenly, well, feeling pure pain. And by that way, discovering, first of all, that I had been until then, totally into a sort of mentally controlling everything. And then for the first time realizing that this mind couldn't control anything. So that was like, for me, it had a lot to do about control. And do I have control? And I don't have any control at all. So oh my God, what am I doing if there is no control? And at the same, same time, a sort of a totally different definition of pain. And by that of who I am, if I can feel so much pain, if I can cause so much pain, who am I then? So I'm not the one I thought I was, but with this new person, holy shit, who is waiting for him? What can I do then? Mm. So it, it's, it, it was also a period of, of feeling totally lost, totally, totally lost, confused, but at the same time, sort of a conviction as if I was in the dark, but looking for the light for the first time. It's only when you go into a sort of a dark cave of your own obscurity that... So I was determined to not give up. I've never been so confused and I've never been so determined to go on, which was like very paradoxical, but yeah, it, it's about that. First time I was in total paradox. Control, no control at all betrayal pain but also doing it and like the, the the paradox of of dark and light you know like like and well yeah it's always easier easy when you look back and you feel some ground again but it took years for me to find ground again it took years i couldn't see to the to the journal on television because i was like anxious so it, it was like I, I was like a new person and that new person couldn't deal with life that easily. So, but then of course, then when you find a new way, then 
in a way it's it's kind of easy to forget how difficult it was but at the same time how how life-giving it was uh, mm. and and the time 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 years it took me years um, so that is the most difficult thing to to give through or to to pass to clients the a midlife crisis isn't about an afternoon it's it's not you know just an afternoon crisis it's 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 really part of life you know it's like a transformation it's like the butterfly the caterpillar to the butterfly and well it takes really time and it's tough and it changes your whole image about life about yourself and it's worthwhile in a way in a way you know it's worthwhile like like everything in life and and um well yeah so that is that is what it was for me and of course you don't do one you do several ones but the first one is for me was the biggest and the 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 slowest <laughs> the most profound and the slowest i think this the crisis after are like a little bit faster so in a way you learn it you learn go through it like a sort of a birth process where you learn okay okay this is it we are going through and then we find something so you get also you get a little bit better at your crises uh, but uh yeah i think it's about all those elements um and in a way it's about losing your mind it's about losing your mental control and about finding awareness or or realizing how much you were locked up in your mind because we don't know because we don't know how slave we are of our own perception of our own um feelings because of our thoughts so you don't realize so it's 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 kind of it's freeing you need to be freed from yourself from your own enemy which is in your head and that is like uh but that is a big battle you know that isn't like an easy you mm. know the biggest yeah fight is with yourself in a way yeah and that, yeah. i think that is the the midlife crisis it's like a, a struggle with yourself like the final struggle with yourself and and in a way you make it all far more visible so you can go through it and find a new a new a new freedom with yourself you know a new relationship towards yourself yeah um so yeah i think that is but that is that how how it was for me and i must say in how although there are a lot of differences uh, in how people live it and and you know what people do with it uh i see some some of the same elements in um in in the process of 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 people i i uh well i, I have a relationship a professional relationship with as a as a as a coach as a therapist or as a facilitator so uh yeah so it's it's uh it has the potential to free ourselves from an, a terrible fight but it's like it's so dark it's so dark mm -hmm. yeah That's thank it. you welcome yeah I think uh, uh, it's good that you say, of course, there are more moments that you have sort of the crisis, but I think um, the midlife might be like the, the most significant. Like like I had one in my 30s, what I, well, if it is a midlife or not, but the, at least the transformation that I, that I really see like there was life before and everything after that was so much different. Like 
like if there were so many filters falling away in that period and that's like the freeing and that you see like oh and and yeah it's it's tough it's a tough tough time thanks a lot let's go to juliet Hello, everyone. Thank you so much, Job, for this topic. It made me go back in time like, like Bart as well. I have also some more years on this uh, Earth planet. Um, I think my, my midlife crisis was really at 40s. And if you look into it, it's like an obvious midlife crisis. I divorced, quit my job and changed countries, came back. But it was such an unconscious uh, crisis. I was not, uh, everything happened, but I was not conscious about it. Mm. So when I look back now and, and like connecting the dots, I see like a bigger picture. I can see that I think it's also a little the process Bart says, like um, a slow process. So only like 10 years later, 50, well, that's another crisis, also like a menopause crisis. And I did a work in Reconstructive and we had this work like the old and the new. And in my work, people just fell down on the ground. And, and then and I still remember it, what that did to me. And I saw how stuck I still was. So, I mean, you can be very stuck in a crisis, right? And, and how I avoided to take decisions. And I, I just kept on living like uh, more or less like a victim so not taking decisions and for me like looking back it's like you did the lifeline so the old and the new and and crisis i think it's moving from old to new and uh, also now i'm i'm doing these questions with me like we do in the work like what did i learn what can i change and and how can i uh, well what was the thing i learned the, the most and um, I think that that's that was that still is an interesting process to me. So it's it's a little dark sometimes, but I also can see that I'm more conscious and maybe better ready for a next crisis. So if we get to know ourselves better, uh, like you said, the child and the adult, and uh, it will help us to to. Well, at least not to be a victim and not to suffer anymore in a crisis. We we can take decisions yeah. Yeah. and the goals, like Lorena said, well, have your goals like clear. So, yeah, thank you again. Thank you, Juliet. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's a process. And of course, we can still uh, learn from it, even if it's uh, already a little while ago, that the, the most important things a lot of times come back to us we can 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 polish it uh, more and more all right thank you all three for uh, adding some uh, uh, of your opinions and ideas about uh, this topic um, for the listener I uh, we go back to the visualization for the outro to finish this uh, episode so let's get back to the visualization of the beginning of this episode. Um, you have seen everything on the right and you're standing back in the middle of this long line. Now your head is bowed to the ground and you see your eyes are focused on your feet. 
A tiny pipe part in you wants to turn your head and look to the right. But another part says, no, don't look. It's better not to know what's coming. If I know exactly what's going to be there, I might ruin my experience. So you keep staring at your feet. And then you hear a small voice in your head whispering something. You can't hear it well, but you notice that it is a question. You start listening very carefully and bit by bit the question becomes clear. When you have heard the whole question, you know what to do. You look at your two feet and you say, Dear feet, I have no clue where you are bringing me in the years that are yet to come. But please do me a favor. Please bring me to places where I can grow. Step into directions where my essence, my potential can flourish. Please bring me to places I haven't stepped before, to places that need me and need all of my experiences of the past. Please, dear feet, walk me to wonderful and challenging times that makes me feel alive. That's all I ask for. Make feel that I'm truly living my best life. And thank you in advance. <laughs>